Post on the Moon Studios presents another ghetto and godly. What it do, what it do, what it do, y'all. You put your trust in the nigga, stupid hoe, how you man, I'm so tired of that shit, man. I just be feeling like you just left me to fix this mic. I told you. You don't listen. That part. Oh, yeah. I got, you got to have the, the. That part is done. You need to. I got to fix that. See, that's what I'm saying. No, that's not that part, though. That's making it seem like it's me and it's not. No, that's not you. It's not me. Oh, see? About that cause a fucking disaster. Um, It's okay. I mean, I just thought my engineer would just make sure everything is set and ready to go, and I'm super comfortable and ready to. Pop my shit. Bear with us, congregation. We are working behind the scenes on bringing you an amazing show. Okay, well, I still want to bring it, like, it's still not giving me the ability to, yeah. Okay. All right, now we're cooking with grease. I'd be working so hard for free. Oh my god! They give me the paycheck. I need a check, man. Who got a check for your boy? <laughs> I need a hundred. Who got a check for him? Fifty thousand dollars a month. <laughs> mm-hmm. What's good, congregation? It's your girl, Auntie Mimi, the big shit talker, and we are back with a brand new Get Up and Godly show podcast. You are a big shit talker, like you really do talk a lot of shit. I do. I'm gonna start calling you diaper mouth. <laughs> Your black hair breast thing? Like, nah, I just talk a lot of shit. Damn, you mm-hmm. so disrespectful. Disrespectful, yeah. But you I, knew, I you knew I was a bitch talker when you asked me to marry you. I did. Yeah, you did. Oh, that shit came lightly. Y'all. And I think you like it. You really love it. That shit came lightly. It did. Yeah. But. We we enjoying this lovely Tuesday night. It is not Tuesday. I know, but I tried to switch it up. Cause we paused the recorded Tuesday night, y'all, but it's on a motherfucking Wednesday. We here. It's a Wednesday. Weekday. What we they bless- call hump day. Blessing the airwaves. I'm always blessing the airwaves. Anytime I open my mouth, I'm blessed the airwaves. Straight up. Straight up. That's why they need to put me. They wanna they wanna give me on radio, but they ain't paying me enough money, man. They gotta pay me a big contract. You think you're the big shit talker. But you really, you're really my number two. I'm a free game. You're my mini me. I give out free game. Mini me. If I'm if I'm diaper mouth, you're mini me. Mm -mm. Okay. Welcome to the motherfucking Mm -mm. Goldfinger or whatever the fuck. Mm -mm. Austin Powers. You wish. Type shit. You wish. All right, Mm y'all. Welcome back. Mm -hmm. We're back and we're black. But um, so what we what we do this week? What we get into? What we experience? Who we see? Who saw us? You did a whole lot this week. I did. Yeah. What I do? We did a whole lot. I went to I went to brunch. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been trying to get to brunch with um a couple of queens. You know, and we finally made it happen. Finally made it happen. It was. It was it was fun. It, it was, was fun. a good time. She had an amazing time. 
I feel like I've just been in like a bubble. Mm-hmm. Not a bubble, because somebody said that shit to me. And that shit made me feel some type of way. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't live in a bubble. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I've been just kind of like secluded and just not really hanging out and not really um, uh, socializing. Right. And, you know, you live in a bubble. It's been my mom. Your mama said you live in a bubble. She told me I live in a bubble. But we're going to yeah. get into that. We're going to have a so whole episode a, about like Mimi's to- world, huh? toxic moms she and like getting Mimi's to a place of healing. Keyshawn's the and- president, but you live in Mimi's world. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, um, I haven't been in a space of like really socializing with, you know, friends or acquaintances or whatever the case is. So I finally decided to like just step out there and socialize again. And it was fun. Like it was good vibes, good energy, Straight up. Uh, good conversation. So okay. it was dope. You know, I just kind of just hid myself a little bit to kind of protect my energy because I just feel like, I feel like I've been through so much with like fake friends and people trying to be my friend and, you know, just bullshit. So I had to like get myself together. Where you hide yourself at? In my house. I got you. <laughs> I can do what you mean. Mm-hmm. So you know, it was fun, and then we went to oh, we went to Laughlin. Oh yeah, went to, to see War. Yep, the old school band. Y'all know, um, not the song War, but you know the guys who sang Low Rider. They sang that, and they uh, sang uh, Why can't we be friends? Why can't we be friends? And they said they wrote that song to stop racism in America. You know, they wanted to know why why the white man, the black man, the Mexican man can't be friends. You feel me? <laughs> I was like, shit, you right, boss. Why we all can't be friends? We can eat some tacos. Because people dirty, ain't shit. That's why we can't barbecue. be friends. Because people ain't shit. And people ain't shit. All right. Okay. Straight up. Right. But it was a good time. Um, my aunt invited us mm-hmm. um, to come to Laughlin like last minute and like two hours before like the fucking show started. Mm-hmm. And so we drove out there and my other aunt was there and it was a good, good time. I had one cocktail. Ask Dr. Key how many he had. Uh, Part about 10. 10. 10 cocktails. I be Jack gambling. and Cokes. They just bring me drinks. They be like, here, sir. That doesn't mean you have here, to drink sir. them. Yeah, sir. Yeah, you do. You gotta turn it <laughs> down. You know, just be like, man, let me let me get them this drink back. You drank that motherfucker. You can ask them to bring you water. You can, but I I'd rather take the free drink so I ain't gotta buy none later. I will get them like old gamble. I enjoy you when you're drunk. It's it's funny. Oh, it is. Yeah. Very entertaining, huh? Very entertaining. I can dig it. It was a good time. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you're not an angry drunk. I'm always a good time. Yeah, angry drunks are weird. Like, <laughs> you want to get mad. When you get drunk, get mad. Nigga, that's why the people go to prison for getting drunk, going to get Having mad. bar fights. Yeah, somebody <laughs> die, want to go get the gun, see if somebody's going to come back alive. Dumb shit. Mm. Yeah. It was a good time. And then today, went to work at my studio, Royalty Skincare. If you're ever in Las Vegas, you need a wax, facial, tooth gym, teeth whitening. I'm your 
technician. Come and see and, me. And like I sweated my fucking wig off today. Like it was so hot. Like I be in there working hard, y'all. Like I go hard for my fucking clients. Sweat it out. Like, sweat it out. But it was a good out. day. Like I really, I don't know, September 1st. And I, it was just like a moment of reflection today. Like I truly am in a space like that I prayed for. Mm-hmm. I think we were just having this conversation. Right. So it was kind of reflecting today, like in the few seconds I had in between clients, like it's just dope to be able to like just move around a freer. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and go to your own establishment. And, you know, just I love my clients. I love what I do. So, you know, it's a blessed space. Mm-hmm. God is good. God is good all the time. All right. Amen. And then this weekend, we went to, Sunday, we went to go see Candyman. Candyman. Ah. So, um, the movies, congregation, are so fucking expensive now. Like, yeah, now we watched the Dolby though, baby. We, we while we the, was inside. With the bougie route. While we was inside, locked down, like, they really fucking raised the prices. Like, the movies are expensive, y'all. And then we went to a quote unquote bougie um, fucking theater. We stood there and customer service is trash as fuck. Trash. We, st- <laughs> we stood there for a good, I want to say three minutes mm. while this young lady, no line. So we walked right up while this young lady was like on the phone and like trying to, you could tell she was figuring out something or semi busy with something, but Man, never looked bullshit. up to say, "Hold on, just one second, second, I'll be right with you." Nothing. Not when she one. was ready to take our movie order, she was like on her little microphone, like, "Hello." Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we ain't been waiting up for 25, 30 minutes. Nah, life. I appreciate your patience. Not shit. And I really come to the conclusion that nobody gives a fuck anymore. Yeah, and like normally I I would say something, but like I I didn't even want to go there today. I was like, man, I was just laughing. Like sometimes you gotta laugh to keep from like really getting like irritated with shit because it was just like what. I just let them have it, man. I was like, yeah, I ain't even go. I was just laughing. Like it was just laughable to me. Like if. If we had any good sense, we would have turned around and like <laughs> went to another movie theater. But, but I didn't want to drive. Like I ain't, I ain't really want to go. No, drive I know that. Movie. But so, like, I'm, I'm, and then that. she was the only clerk up there, only the one. only one. So it's like I have to deal with you in order to get my movie ticket. Sorry, that's why I can't even say. No. I couldn't believe it. Like I'm, like, I'm gonna give them a Yelp review. I, I just, like doing that these I, days. I just let Bay him. Like I, I knew I was just gonna go off. So I was like, nah, I ain't even. <laughs> I ain't about to do this today. So we went to go see Candyman, and that's the second time I said that. That's the end of it. And um, my history with this movie is terrible. Like, I don't think I ever fully saw, like, the first movie when I was a kid. But what I saw of it, like, I was terrified for years. Like, I had fucking nightmares about this movie. I'm not afraid of any other horror movie that came out, but that shit is scary and it's still fucking scary. I wasn't scared of this movie until the end when, mm-hmm. you know, the original the came one. back. <laughs> 
But a little bit of black excellence, Nia DaCosta, uh, according to the Washington Post, became the first black female director to debut a film at number one at the box office. So, Um, so she directed that movie and it surpassed its projected earnings of $15 million. So they were saying that it was only going to get $15 million. It surpassed that. I mean, that's all they wanted yeah, out of it to was make million? from it. Yeah. That's crazy. But what did you think about the movie, Dr. Key? Um, to be honest with you, it was okay. Like, I, honestly, I thought that it was, I'm not going to lie to you, I, I thought it was going to be better. Because, you know, you know, Jordan Peele did it. So, you know, I was like, yeah, they, they about to kill this. But Did he do it? Yeah, yeah, he 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 was a part of it. He was a part of it. She directed it, but he like produced it, mm. and like, but I was just I was a little disappointed, man. Were you? It. Yeah, because they could have did it better, but I feel like they could have did it better. Like it, it's got good imagery, image imagery, and all that good stuff. But I feel like it could have been a better movie. I thought that was gonna make it a better movie. Um, <clears throat> I thought it was a little slow. Hmm. The movie was kind of slow, and but I do like the twist at the end that it took. I like that. All right. Okay. It represented something, you know. Yeah. So I I like that part too. Yeah, I appreciated like that, that. You know. Right. I did appreciate. It had that a deeper part, meaning yeah. to it, so it's like, oh, okay, this is what we're doing. So uh, there will be a part three. I think. I looks think so. like. Yeah, I think so. Thought it was cool. Out of ten, he didn't die. I mean, he you know supposedly died, but he didn't die. Spoiler alert. I'm on bad. <laughs> oh damn. That's why I can't do no damn movie reviews, huh? It's all good. Uh huh. What would you get it out of? How many stars would you give it out of ten? Uh, give it like an eight. You give it an eight? Well, that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, I thought I give it an eight. You know what I'm saying? It just ain't. You know, it could have been better than me. I'll give it a seven. Oh, okay. People online were saying that it was trash. I don't think it was trash. No, it wasn't trash. It wasn't trash. Mm-mm. I actually would. No, I wouldn't watch it again. But what? you watch <laughs> it again because you're, you're, you're the, the I'm subject a, matter. I'm a scaredy cat. Yeah. I didn't even want to stay home by myself after that. It's no. like, no, take me with you. Let me go, please. <laughs> I want to go. I do, it's not real. <clears throat> and also on Sunday, Kanye West dropped his highly anticipated Donda album. He dropped it? With a whopping 27 songs. You must didn't listen to it. Yeah, no, I heard some of it. I ain't heard all of it. It's 27 songs. It's a lot. It gotta grow on me. It's a lot. I heard, it's not gonna grow on me. But I like I like how he flipped the uh the what's her name? Uh the Lauren Hill. I like how he flipped her miseducation song. It was, I think that thing, I think he flipped that thing. And then, um, the other one I like, that's kind of cool. You know, it's a little extra too, but I like Hurricane. Mm. That one's kind of cool. Yeah, let's do it. I just, I did. I tried. I I tried to listen to it on my way to Pilates. me drown. Yeah. It was just seemed like a noisy album. Noisy. It's music. It's a lot of sounds. It's music. It's a lot going on. That's an organized noise. Music. Mm. Organized noise. That's what it is. Music. 
it was it's too many songs and i don't know maybe i'm just not feeling him anymore that's what it is you're just not feeling him anymore so i just really you like fuck kanye i'm not like fuck kanye because yeah, i wear yeezys right yeah yeah you are <laughs> yeah they're comfortable i didn't say fuck kanye i got you you know my boy designing that gap right now yeah, and that shit expensive too. Get on one up already. Like, like a five hundred dollar jacket or some shit. Damn, damn easy. I don't think it was that expensive, but I'm gonna get that motherfucking knockoff version. Give me that cheap version. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. So was the album worth the wait? No. <laughs> Not at all. How many listening parties did he do? Man, more than enough. Three? I think it was three of them. I can't believe Food Bomb Brother Manson to the board, though. That's crazy. Mm. Who invited that crazy motherfucker? Who took a picture with him and then crazy they took idea. it down? No, it was somebody else that took a picture with Marilyn. Probably the baby. Man, it was, it was not the baby. It was, oh, my cousin. Raphael Sadiq. For real? Yeah. And he took a picture of Marilyn Manson and yeah. took it down. Yeah, and took it down and, wow. like, apologized. For real? Because he didn't know, like, what Marilyn Manson was, like, accused of in the past and all that stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. are you for real? He didn't know. Man. I swear I didn't know. Fuck all that. He didn't know. So he took it down. So he took it down. Uh, wrestling, you old bitch ass motherfucker. <laughs> supposed to hold me down. You know, Marilyn Manson. So Donda earned a hundred million streams on the first day, what? becoming the most streamed album of 2021. What? It did all that? Yeah. Damn. But you know what's crazy? What's crazy? Drake's certified lover boy is going to surpass that. You think so? That drops in two days, people. Two days, congregation. We are getting a Drake album. Why, why you think it's, it's going to surprise Because Drake is a bigger artist than Kanye. Oh, he has more influence shit. over this generation than Kanye. Oh, shit. That's what you going to say today? Yeah, absolutely. You, you disagree? Don't let Kanye hear that. I don't give a shit. All right. You know, that's your cousin. Kanye is not my cousin. K-West. Kanye West. I'm not related to her. Uh, <laughs> you is funny. Just kidding. I can't believe you. Just kidding. No, um, K West is my mom, y'all. And she oh. hurt my feelings. But like I said, we will get into toxic, black toxic moms because I really feel like it's a fucking subject we need to address and find a place of healing, okay? Right. Because it's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Black toxic moms. Man. Ooh. Shit, man. Do you think your mom is toxic? Uh, what you think? <laughs> All right. Yes and no. Hell, my mama is hella toxic. What you mean? <laughs> See? Shit. Hella toxic. It's all good. Toxicity. Though. No, I, want, I really want to have a conversation with um, people or a person whose mother is not toxic. Like, they have a good mom. They have a good... And I don't want to say good mom because... Not good mom, but like... You know, mom. a non-toxic mom. I got you. What's a non-toxic mom? She handles business. A non. I just want to get this understood, like, so we can be on the same page. A non-toxic mother is one who seeks to help, not hinder. A a mom who looks can look at her children or her child situation and say, "Hmm, how can I help 
Mm-hmm. How can I contribute? It don't have to be anything monetary. Like what words of wisdom can I offer? What word of support, advice or help. support mm-hmm. could I offer? Instead, you have a toxic mom that look, can look at a negative situation or not so positive situation that the child may be going through and say, how can I tell somebody or gossip about them or how can I make the situation worse when when I think of and they're maybe they're down let me kick them I got you when, <laughs> when, I, when I think of non-toxic um, um our parent I would think of someone that's productive they're loving you know and that they're you know they're doing things in life like where it's meaningful to them and it's meaningful to you you mm. know what I'm saying so like you know, if they're 50 years old, they're doing 50 year old stuff or 50 year old. Their plus. age. Yeah, they're Acting not their age. out drinking and kicking it all fucking day. Like they don't have no responsibility. I don't even care about that shit. I care about I that. I mean, shit. I know you do, no, but you I don't. Have some, you gotta have some response. Like, this is the thing with life. Like, you gotta have some form of responsibility. Absolutely. If you don't have no form of responsibility, what what is there to hold you accountable? Mm-hmm. What is there to even make you accountable mm-hmm. for anything? And you don't have the luxury of not being, being productive. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I can just go out here and and not have not a fucking dime. Go ask somebody for a couple of dollars and buy me a drink. That's all I want is a fucking drink every day. And I live for today and the yeah. right now. Not even, even today. About next week. Right now. I ain't even thinking about next week. Fuck next week. I mean, I ain't be here. That shit crazy. It, really gets, it gets... It gets... It gets deep. Hella deep. That's toxic to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like everybody should be productive, preparing for the future. And when I mean future, if you owe, you know what I'm saying? You should be living your life the best way possible to enjoying the best, uh, the options you can have. Because, you know, you may not even be here long. I say, you know, you, you, you're you going to die, but you already lived half your life. If you're 50, you know, life expectancy, what, like 100? Is it? If that, if enough is 100, like, like it may 70, 70, you know, 70 something. Mm. So, like, shit, if you're already 50, you think thinking, I got 20 more years. To make the best of. To make the best of. My like, life, I mean, I, even if I fucked up. Man. Yeah, I can try to I right my up, wrongs. I can try to fix the fuck yeah. ups because I got this 20 years left. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel Try to do something different, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I feel like a person not trying to do that and they're just not improving or trying to progress. It's fucking toxic to me. I just think after so long, like, you know, I made the excuse of like, you know, they don't have the tools. Like they weren't, you know, it's generational. No. Like it's only so long that's going to apply. The tools because are you're right making a choice. In front of them. You see the tools. Your kids. You see us. So if you could see us doing this and how we're maneuvering, we came from you. You mm. came but doing this shit too. What's your excuse? Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be showing me this shit instead of me showing you. Right. And if and if it is the other way around, you know, just be happy let for me, me. Let me appreciate it. Let me be proud of let my me, child let me be, let me be and so. not find a flaw. Not even look for a flaw. And, what the fuck? And, I'm not even thinking about that. Doing. I'm not even thinking about that. I'm thinking about your progress and how I can support you to get more. How can I enlighten you to get more? How can some of this shit rub off on me I'm so I can me, get some? Right. You know, we're not parents yet, congregation, but like, you know, what I've, what I've felt recently from my parent, like the anger that was like coming from her was just like, I don't ever 
I hope I never get that angry with my child for 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 nothing (laughs) for nothing though like i can see like if i did something and you know i'm a type i'm the type of person like i really take a look at myself and i try to evaluate myself and like fix me before i try to fix anybody but with my parent it's like the other way around like i'm gonna point the finger at you and i'm gonna tell you where you got me fucked up and like until you admit you got me fucked up like i'm angry at you even if it ain't real you know and it's definitely not even real it's not a real thing by some fake ass drama but like because like you know but i'm the type of person like i don't want to hold a grudge like i can really be like no you had me fucked up right in real life but i choose not to so i kind of like just put myself out there to kind of make amends and it really just like did not go the right way and it really fucked me up like it fucked me up for a good day and a half yeah it will like i had to really like meditate on that and that that spirit and that energy that i received because it just it wasn't it wasn't right and i know you know i've evaluated the situation and i know that it wasn't me so it's just like damn like what the fuck is that like i've come to the conclusion that my mom hates me yeah like Like, she hates me like i looked at her in her face mm -hmm. And it was like a hate that I never seen in somebody's yeah, eyes for me, like dead ass. There's a thin line between love and hate, man. And you know, just like the song in the movie say. So like, you know, for a person to hate you, they had to love you once. But I don't think that your mom uh, hates you. I just think that she she's just in a bad space, and she's gonna have to get herself out of it. Nobody's gonna be able to bring her out of it but her. And, and until she come out that space. You're going to look like this bad person. And that's just where she's at. Yeah. It's simple. She's created you. You're the bad character in her movie right now. I'm always the bad character. Not always. But I'm it, always. No, not, I've always be, be, been that be, person. Uh, no, not always, but There's been times where you guys been good. You're going to tuck her out the lunch. But it was. Exactly. But, but, but it she, was. Somebody it, else was the bad person in the movie. Exactly. At this time, you may be the, the, the favorite character. Cause you know, you know, shit. I'm the favorite villain. Yeah, you may be the favorite, maybe her favorite villain, cause you look just like her, so she could be like, "Damn, it's like fight myself," and I kind of like fight myself, cause it's like that you know, is sick. Shit, people are crazy. That yeah, is your so mom fucking crazy. Sick. <laughs> yeah. I believe, and parents don't want to oh, admit oh it, but I truly believe that parents do have a favorite and they don't want to say who their favorite That's why. If you're is. the only child, ain't no favorite. I'm the only child. Yeah. Your situation is different. But in my case. Not on my dad's side, though. And you got hella siblings. Kids on the dad's side. I, wouldn't, I don't even know who the favorite over there. But I, I would probably say it would probably be Jazz because she's daughter. No, she's a girl. She's the only girl. So I would think that he would have more love for his daughter than his sons. Cause I know me just just being real, like I know in my heart that, you know, um I'm gonna have more love for my daughter. You think so? My, of course. That's my queen. Like I cause I have Your princess. To, no, you it's have my a queen. princess, you're right. I'm sorry. Thank you. My bad. But like I'm building a queen. You know, that's what I mean. I'm creating a queen. So everything that I instill in her and show her is what I want her to expect from a man or any man she's dealing with. So 
you know, it's like more work for me. So like when a man put in more work on something, sometimes they feel like you have you know, a, a they got, bigger, they you feel like you have a bigger obligation to your daughter a bigger, yeah. because you have to be an example right. of what a man what she should look for in a for man. For a man, right. The good mm-hmm. thing, though, Jazz do have brothers with us. You know what I'm saying? She can look to, too. But <laughs> the thing is... <laughs> you funny. The thing is, though, you know, I just feel like, you know, my pops, you know, he probably got, you know, that's his little princess. Mm. She probably can call him and do get whatever thing, do whatever she wants. Mm. Okay. Yo. Like you with your dad. Mm. But you couldn't get him to go to that concert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he wasn't coming. He wasn't budging. But your daddy like lazy too. So once he gets his little move, he ain't trying to move. He like a he's snail. A, he's a hermit. He does yeah, not. He he's not always moving. been that way. He is not moving. I said his ass now. But I don't know. It's it's just a little bit different now. I got but you. you know, I I'm the least favorite with my mother. Do you really think that? I know that. So as you, I don't know if you were paying attention, but once, what are you doing? Nothing. I'm listening to you. <laughs> once my other sibling and my mom made up, uh-huh. which is the oldest, I had to become the villain. Of course. I told you she had different seasons different reasons but she don't the crazy part about it like i really know that like she will forsake every fucking body on this earth for her firstborn how you know that i know that no oh oh she will oh i know that i just know i can't just know but maybe she got a little different bone her firstborn you know what i'm saying that's her first right but that's her firstborn they grew up together my mom got got pregnant when she was 16 Mm -hmm. had her when she was 17 so they kind of grew up together so yeah rightfully so but it's just like oh fuck y'all like uh-huh. I got my firstborn back. Like I don't give a fuck uh-huh. about creating amends with any of y'all. Fuck all y'all. Fuck all y'all. You really think that's how Kay is? Absolutely. Damn. It's terrible. Damn. I don't think Kay like that. She. You know, we put my girl out there like that. <laughs> no, sure. Kay, y'all. Okay, so I have okay. a question. Mm-hmm. Do you think that? The opposite sex treats the opposite sex better in a public environment. So, example, do you think a cashier that is a woman will treat a a customer or a patron that is a man better than she would treat a woman? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so y'all. I was, we went to the taco, this taco place. So we wanted to get some of those Barilla tacos, those little fried tacos that come to find out they're goat and the fried tacos with that little dipping sauce or whatever. So we found a place by our house a couple of weeks ago, went to go have some tacos. We kind of shared a plate because we weren't sure how it would taste. I like them, but mm-hmm. so me and Dr. Keith went together. He asked the young lady behind the counter for some green sauce. So most some of the taco spots i don't know if 
this is like that where you guys are from but some taco spots like if you dine in or you walk in you can kind of like scoop up your own sauces and and limes and shit Mm -hmm. so instead of dr key scooping up his own green sauce he asked the young lady behind the counter like hey can i get a green sauce whatever she's like yeah no problem so she goes into like the little ass refrigerator and pulls out some green sauce and like hands it to him and we leave we go home eat the tacos Mm -hmm. dr key didn't like the fucking tacos he said it was nasty i liked them okay so Mm -hmm. fast forward to a couple days ago I go back by myself and I order a whole plate of tacos. I'm like, yeah, I gotta eat a whole plate now. So order a whole plate of tacos and ask the same lady, hey, can I get some green sauce? Mm-hmm. She was like, no, like you gotta scoop it. <laughs> you gotta scoop it from like over there. I'm like, well, you kind of just gave us some green sauce like last week. So like, what's different? She was like, I'm sorry. Like that's just for like people like DoorDash and stuff to hand to them. Like I can't give you no green sauce. After I went back into the car to go get a dollar to tip the bitch. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I say bitch because like that was just out of pocket to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hmm, like I don't really like that. I could have went off, but I really fucking didn't. But I felt like because I wasn't a man, mm-hmm. she treated me differently. And believe it or not, like I experienced that all the fucking time, mm-hmm. all the fucking time. Like women, even over the phone, especially black women, like it's that power struggle type shit. But a man is more like, you know, customer service oriented. But women are catty. Yeah, like I never like have any trouble with black women over the phone. You don't? Mm-mm. Never. I feel like that's cat. Uh uh-uh. uh. Now like it's been times like if I if I had trouble with a black woman over the phone, it's cause like I, I had to correct her or I had like a problem. And then like the you know, that I was coming at them about the problem. You know what I'm saying? Like they probably feel like it wasn't a problem. But you never had an issue with the with the black woman over the phone. No, yeah, I take that back. I have. It just it just it's not it's it's rare. You know what I'm saying? It's not common. Like I could have a hundred good calls and then one call would be like this, but no, I swear. It could be like, <laughs> <laughs> be like somebody that, you know, that is that want to have a bad day. Cause I'm so cool, man. You know what I'm saying? I got one of the Too coolest cool. boys. Too cool. Yeah, too cool. Too school. cool. Like, like, sometimes you got to get at people's ass and, like, let them know. And not like Trick Daddy. And let them know <laughs> that, you know, I need what I need. Like, not being rude or anything, but, like, just being very assertive mm-hmm. and, you know, straightforward with straightforward your request. Give me my shit, nigga, now. But I feel like with black... If I encounter a black woman in person... Or over the phone, I, I'm, I'm, I'm empathetic. Like mm-hmm. I know that maneuvering out throughout this world, like we're already going through a no, fucking a lot. lot. Right. So I feel like I go out my way to try to, sure you know, try to be, you know, just make sure like my tone is right. Cause Lexus, like I know, I feel you. Like I'm out here too. So like mm-hmm. I try to, you know, just be be extra nicer to them. Mm-hmm. And they but, appreciate it. Yeah, and I appreciate it. Like, I end up, like, 
we'll end up cracking a joke or they'd be like, oh, like, you know, I like that. I'm like, okay, girl, you cute too. Like your hair is cute. Like your nails, like it will end up being that type of situation, which I really appreciate. And I feel like we need more of that mm-hmm. and not just like walking around with like stank face yeah, me and, and me mugging like with a fucking attitude. Right. No, I feel you on that part for sure. But I do feel like older black women, I was watching the TikTok about like older, like black women, like being nasty towards like young, a younger generation of black women. Mm-hmm. And I experienced that oh, for a lot, a lot, a lot. Like I'll get dirty looks from like older black women and like, you know, shit like that. Why they be looking at you? Funny as fuck. And I really don't care, but it just be like you're supposed to be like an auntie figure, you know, right. in whatever situation. Like to me, like I'm never gonna look at a 15, 16, 7, 21 year old at that mm-hmm. and be like, oh, who this little bitch thinks she is, type, you know, type of thing. Like I'm never gonna give you that energy. Right. Like I'm I'm here to uplift you because you next. You know what I'm saying? Right. You coming up, behind, coming up me. behind me. Yeah, but I feel like older that. generation, like black women look down upon like you know, young black girls who, you know, are out here, you know, maybe colorful wigs, nails, and like, you know, snarling their nose up at us type what? of thing. I experienced that when, when after, as soon as I graduated from esthetician school, mm-hmm. I went to get certified in eyelash extensions and I found uh, a black girl who was, had her own little studio and she was um, a technician. So she trained me, it was like a one-on-one training. She showed me, you know, how to do it and train me. And then she like surprised me and said, well, you know what? Like I have a client coming and I need you to do her lashes. I'm like, okay, cool. So the the late, the older black lady, she showed up and she was there to get a feel and, um, come to find out like she was like a judge, like the only at that time, this was like 10, 11 years ago. She was like the only sitting black judge in Nevada Mm -hmm. in Las Vegas. And when I put my hand out to like shake her hand, um, I had like kind of long French tip nails and she was like, kind of like pulled her hand back and looked at my hand like, oh, like I'm not shaking your hand with those nails. Yeah. That's crazy. And like that just, you know, kind of fucked like now your eyelashes are going to be fucked up because <laughs> I mean, I, I <laughs> like you just gave me bad vibes. bad vibes for no fucking reason. Like you don't even know me. Like mm-hmm. I'm 18 years old and you're probably what, 60 50, or late fifties. And you're really going to treat a young black woman like that. Right. You know, just kind of like fuck me up. No, like, I really? just, I think that was like one of the first nasty encounters I had. But you know, them judges are funny acting people. <sighs> Yeah. Judges are funny acting people. You know, they judge people all down there. But it was just the fact of like you can you can take your your put your gavel down. Like, <laughs> you're here to get your eyelashes done and I'm in training. So instead of you making me feel comfortable so I can in return make you feel comfortable, you insult me and like pull your hand back. But you know, I, I think about certain situations like that. I'm like, damn, like would she have done the same thing if I were white? Right. Did did she no? Did she feel like that was okay to do that because I'm a I'm a young black woman? Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, yeah, but but what she could have did too, she just could have. I don't know, but that that's that's kind of different. Cause like, I mean, she still could have shook your hand. Like, so I don't understand that one. It's just like, but all I can understand about that one is like I said, 
you know, people like that feel like they're better than us. So, you know, she couldn't believe, like, I ain't about to shake your hand. You the hell. <laughs> and that could have been it. I was just trying to get in the game, you know. I didn't really, you know, just young. And once she was done, um, my trainer, you know, told me, like, oh, I did that on purpose. Like, that's one of my, like, most difficult clients. Like, it's all uphill from here type of thing. That's crazy, yeah. Like, you know. So, I don't know. Maybe she knew. Right. Maybe right. she was in on it. Was you something else? <laughs> Who fucking knows? <laughs> so, mm. That is crazy. That is but crazy. yeah, I do think that people in service mm -hmm. do treat same sex differently or try to you know it just depends try right. to treat them differently or like a little bit more harshly you know mm -hmm. do you think you get better customer service from women than men um yeah but i i mean i, I honestly think it's even even because like i really like the thing is if i get some bad service from like a a man like i'm I'm just gonna leave out of there you know what i'm saying if i get bad service from one, i'm just gonna leave too or, or like like if me and you together i'll let you deal with them i ain't gonna deal with them mm. that, that's just the best way because i i ain't trying to i'm a tall black man for one so anything you know i say is coming off aggressive aggressive or disrespectful and then here i am <laughs> you know <gasps> Aggre no <laughs> i'm not aggressive <laughs> Yeah, I can't do nothing. Can't say nothing. None of that. I'm not that way. Yeah. I used to be. I used to be that way. It used to be that way. I'm not that way. I'm not quick to like respond. Mm -hmm. If that's the case, I would have like really cussed that girl out about that green sauce. But like, who got time for that? No, you're right. You're right. I don't know what kind of day you're having. I don't know what other black person came in here and pissed you off. <laughs> and you want to take it out on me? Yeah. I'll take it. Come here, this bullshit. Yeah. I just feel like I'm so, you know, I'm anointed. Like, I can't a lot. Like, it has to be something deeper than that for me to, like, really, like, pop off. Right. So. No, I got you. I got you. That's all. You know, that's, like, uh, me too. Like, it just got to, like, it got to be something, like, I really have to pop off on you. Like, other than that, I'm, I ain't worried about you. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mind over matter. Yeah. That's it. Mm. Well, anything else you want to add? Your financial tip? My financial tip this week, man. You know, I got to keep that money in your pocket, in your pocket where it need to be. You feel me? So my financial tip this week, man, is stocks. I want to put you on a stock game. And a great app to use, man. They ain't paying me a dime, y'all. So I don't want y'all to think I'm getting paid for this. But a great app to use for stocks is Robinhood. I'm going to tell you why. Robinhood will give you a debit card. With that debit card, you have immediately access to your funds and to your stocks. So, say for instance, you get on there, and the few stocks that I want you to invest in. First, I want you to invest in things that you're already buying and shop with. So, like for instance, if you're already shopping at Amazon, buy you some stocks at Amazon. So every time you spend money with Amazon, you get paid. If you're already buying Nikes, you buy Nikes for your kid. Buy you some stocks with Nike. It don't matter how much you buy it in that. You, if you already know. We're going to buy these for longevity. You're going to keep these stocks until you die. It's going to be for your kids. So if you're already spending money with Nike, buy some stocks with Nike. You're spending money with uh, Amazon, buy some stocks with Amazon. You're on Netflix, buy some with Netflix. Um, but I hope you get what I'm saying. Like anything that you're involved in, that you buy and that you enjoy, 
put money behind those stocks. You know, you like going Walmart, buy Walmart stock. So every time you spend dollars with them, you put the dollars back in your pocket. Yes, if you don't have enough stocks, it's going to be cents. That's cool. It's going to be decimals on cents. That's cool. But at least you're working towards that. You see what I'm saying? You're working towards something. So if you're not into stocks, guys, I really want you to get into stocks. Find you a couple of things that you're already spending money in. Buy those stocks so it makes sense. Don't sell them, y'all. Just keep them for the long run. Um, and when I say put money in, if you can put $25, 50 bucks a check, that's what I'm saying. Just let it stack, guys. It'll be decimals right now, but decimals adds add up. So if you're throwing 50 bucks uh, every two weeks, uh, say that's 100 bucks a month, 12 months, that's $1,200. You got $1,200 in the end of the year. That that shit, that's gonna get up there. That's gonna catch up. If the stock buy 500, you go have two up. So if you could buy two or three or four stocks every year, the shit starts to build up, and every time you get an equity from it. You know what I'm saying? So. Don't think about the short run. Don't think about gambling. Now, gambling is different, guys. Now, with gambling on your stock market, that's when you buy high. I mean, you buy low, sell high. That's gambling. So, like, say if Nike have a dip where, you know, some go on in the business world, they lose 50 points on the Dow, the Nike go down from 150 to 80 bucks a share. Yes, you got money, go in there and buy, buy a million shares at 80 bucks. Guess what? When it goes back up to $160, you just doubled a million damn dollars. That's gambling. So if you can do that, do it. But if you can't, you want to build long-term jeopardy. You want to build I mean, jeopardy. You want to build long-term wealth. <laughs> you want to create some opportunities for your family. Invest slow. Take 50 bucks to 25 bucks a check. If you can do 100 bucks a check, that's awesome. Put that into a couple of stocks that you like. Watch your portfolio grow over time, guys. It's very simple. Just don't sell. Hey. You feel me? That's it, y'all. It's Dr. Keith's uh, uh, money tip for this week. Thank you for that money tip of the week. Yeah, get on your game. Don't be a lame. Get that pocket money. That was sassy. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you very much. Bye. <laughs> yeah. All right, congregation. Well, we want to thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Ghetto and Godly. Let's keep the conversation going. I want to know how the public people treat y'all. Is it me? Or do women treat women like shit and men like they not shit? Damn. I want to know. Let's do it. So let's keep the conversation going with your favorite co-host. I'm Auntie Mimi. And I'm Dr. Key. And remember to always be good to yourself. Yeti. And one another. Let's Until next time. Well, hi. Bye-bye. Hey, hey. Bye-bye. I love you. Peace. A lot of hoops, a lot of hoops, a lot of hoops, and a lot of hoops, 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 a lot of hoops.